Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ermia Matters. This is Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and I am here again with our latest podcast with two of our new board members. They were recently elected in our our recent election. So congratulations to both Tim Wiseman from University of Wyoming and Keisha Trim from University of Richmond. They're my guests today. And first, I'd like to throw it out to Tim to please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about how the history of Tim Wiseman, how you got into higher education risk management, and then more specifically, how you got involved with Ermia. Hello, pleased to be a part of this. My name is is Tim Wiseman, and I'm the Chief Risk Officer at the University of Wyoming. I've been here a little less than a year. Prior to that, I was the Assistant Vice Chancellor for Enterprise Risk Management at East Carolina University back on the East Coast in Greenville, North Carolina. I've made quite a move (laughs) and changed my climate and everything for for positiveness. I'm enjoying it out here. Different set of risks and a little different culture. That's been exciting. Prior to, I'll just start back briefly, I uh, was in the military for a little over 25 years, uh, took an Army ROTC scholarship at the University of Arkansas, and stayed in. I was going to stay in the minimum requirement for my scholarship, but I really enjoyed the environment, and I was working in, actually, Finance Corps Officer, a very small branch in the Army, and worked with some uh, business background, and then I got some great assignments, uh, progressive challenges, and, and uh, interesting uh, locations. So I started moving around and stayed in. Woke up about 25 years later and said, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? (laughs) Uh, And I retired as a colonel in 2009 and said, you know what? I've been a risk manager for the greater part of military operations planning and training and and various things that go along with that. That sounds like a a pretty good bridge over into this career field of, of risk management. So I did some training, uh, took some courses, and, and, and took some of my background material, merged that into uh, the contemporary thought on enterprise risk management. I was very interested in that, uh, that, that new branch. And then I joined the staff at East Carolina University as, as a program developer and implementer for enterprise risk management. Spent 10 years there. And then, as I said, I just recently uh, relocated and took the chief risk officer here, here in Wyoming. So that's, that's my story in a nutshell. That's terrific. Tim, did you have a cowboy hat before you moved to Wyoming? I did not. I had a uh, Indiana Jones sort of a hat that was interesting, but I, I did break down and buy an actual summer uh, color and weight, lightweight uh, rodeo or cowboy hat. And I actually wore it to a rodeo in Cheyenne recently, so I put it to use. Uh, <clears throat> one thing I did not mention is how I got involved interested in Ermia. I did, in, in the context of learning about the trade in uh, risk management higher education. I was certainly looking for mentors uh, early on and and then also some resources and quickly found myself gravitating uh, towards Ermia and and then I, uh, our institution of course had a membership, joined in and really plugged into uh, peers, uh, networking and all the great references there which aided me in steadying my foundational work, uh, working in the enterprise risk management, but also reaching out and having folks I could call. So that was a tremendous uh, step uh, for me in, in plugging into Ermia, even in the earlier years of my higher ed risk management time. I, I didn't look at your record before the podcast, but do you remember which was your first Ermia annual conference? 
I cannot, I, I get them, the order of the job, I do remember a, a Phoenix, Arizona experience okay. uh, and, and a couple of others back in, I think there was one be, before then. So okay. uh, I, I, I jumped right in through former military fashion and, and uh, got involved in, in creating some content for sessions, uh, either in, uh, independently or, or on panels, uh, mostly related to enterprise risk management program development. But I, I leveraged that Army membership for everything it was worth, and, and I, I enjoy being a you know contributing as well. So, Great. several conferences to include one or two regional uh, pieces, and and I think a, a podcast or two in there along the way. Yeah, for sure. It's great to have you on the board. So welcome. So Keisha, you're up next. I've known you for a long time as well. I'm not, I'm not actually sure who I met first, Keisha or Tim, but I've known Keisha through at least two institutions yourself. So tell us the, the history of Keisha, how you got involved in higher education risk and Ermia. Okay. Thank you, Jenny. I'm glad to be here with you this morning. And I am the Director of Risk Management for the University of Richmond. I've been here for um, going on six years now. And before that, I was at the University of North Texas, where I was the Assistant Director of Insurance and Claims. And I got into higher ed risk management by accident. (laughs) And what I mean by that is I was a student at the University of North Texas. And like many students, I needed a student job or student employment to have extra income. And so it was the summertime and it was Texas. So I did not want an outdoor parking attendant job. So I was looking for any office job that I could find. And I found one in the risk management office. And I did not know what risk management was. I just knew that I knew how to type and file and answer phones and so forth. I started working in risk management and I worked for the risk manager and the workers comp Um, benefits coordinator. And so I just grew more and more in the field and I got more interested in it. And probably about a year or so after I started working, my boss came to me and asked if I had ever thought about a career in risk management. And at the time I told him, no, I'm going to be a middle school math teacher. (laughs) That's my goal. That's what I'm here for. I cannot change my major. And he kept pressing and I had a natural knack for it, for the insurance side and the risk management side. And so eventually he said, I will get you trained. And so I was very fortunate to have him supporting me and um, willing to send me through the training. So I became a certified risk manager, a certified insurance counselor, and eventually was offered that full-time job at North Texas. Started as middle school math teacher and ended up here, but it's been a great journey. That's terrific. I, I actually think there's a theme of math within Ermia members. It's a very informal study I've done. But I actually think there's a fair amount of our members who are really good at math because, and they were drawn to insurance because you, you have to be pretty good at math yes. to do claims and such. That's what a really nice story. And I think, you know, that's a great reminder for all of our members who do employ students, that they have a lot of influence on our on students and that they can really help direct. I know here at Indiana University where Ermia's headquarters is, 
a similar story to the the head of the risk management area here. She started as a student and now she's the head of the department herself. So I love that. Keisha, do you remember what your your first Ermia conference was? Yes, it was 2008 Washington, D.C. Ah, that was a good one. Yes, it was. Yeah, the hotel without a lobby. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> I remember walking around the construction. Yeah, that was a, quite a story we were telling that year. It was memorable for sure. It was a great conference. Okay, so we're here to, today really to talk about uh, the two of you and your your vision for your term on the board. So your board service actually hasn't started yet, but you will get you will take the oath of of office at the end, uh, the last day of our virtual conference, I believe it's September 29th. So your board term will start then. And I know you you each had prepared kind of a candidate statement that the membership reviewed when they were making their votes. So I'd love to just talk to you about some of the, the goals you have, like personal goals for what you might accomplish during this board term. So Tim, I'll, I'll head to you first. What, what are your personal goals for your term on the board? I, I think... I really buy into the idea that we're all lifelong or should be lifelong learners. So regardless of, I love hearing Keisha's story too. And, and my, we, we, we've come to risk management from a lot of different origins. And so I, I think that's the case with myself too. I had to reverse engineer back to conventional risk management by getting my ARM and, and then adding enterprise risk management piece and then adding the ERM emphasis in that to come up with the whole collection uh, of tools and, and an understanding, but everybody's got a different story. So I, I think uh, one of my goals is to bring uh, my perspective, which is a little different <clears throat> from everyone else, in, into that to include some strategic management ideas from my <clears throat> from my senior military uh, leadership experience and see if I can merge that into the, the board collective. Uh, I, I really, I'm interested in the uncertainty aspect of the environment we find ourselves in. So one of the reasons I wanted to get on the board and to continue what I think has been a great vision for Ernie to support his membership is to look over that next hill and figure out what does the environment and the landscape for risk management, particularly in higher education, but also in general, look like to the best degree we can predict or do some imaginative uh, thinking about it so that we can backward plan from that that idea and make sure that our educational pathways, our tools, uh, considerations for the technical aspects of our members' work, uh, but also some things that might be emerging that will require a little preparation so that we have our members arrive at the, the point to make the most impact rather than have a lag time of things changing rapidly and then we're trying to play catch up. I think that's probably the biggest Thing I want to take to this board time is looking with a little more perspective out and, and in front and trying to work backwards on that to make sure that we are positioning our members at, the, at that time, whether that be 5, 10, 15 years down the line, to have the right skills, the confidence uh, to meet those challenges as best as we can predict them. So that, I think that's my main emphasis and then my personal goals are uh, not only to contribute but to also to learn a little bit more about uh, this fine association and to think about the different needs and the demographics uh, you know, of our membership, uh, everything from diversity and inclusion, but also just the, the varying degrees of everything from pure claims work and the bread, bread and butter insurance work to these things like enterprise risk management, strategic risk management, and you know, what, how we can 
cross-level and understand, a general understanding to everyone, regardless of what they're working in at the moment. Wow, I think that is a, a great, very thoughtful answer. It's, these times are so interesting and so challenging, and I think those are great goals for us as an organization to try to get ahead and predict what our members will need. And it's never been, in, in my 15 years at Ermia, we've never been in this situation before. Your, mil your military experience and just your leadership will really help us get there, Tim. I think that sounds really awesome. Look forward to being a part of that with you. So Keisha, let's talk about you. Like, why did you want to run for the board and, and what are your goals? I've been involved with Armia since 2008. I've been um, active at in participating at conferences, volunteering, also with doing the session earlier this year online, the webinar. So this was just the next step for me. I too wanted to learn more about the inner workings of Ermia. I've been on the outside and seen the results and things that the board does for the general membership, but now I wanted to see the inner workings. And that was one of my personal goals and one of the reasons I wanted to run for the board. And then also just to give back to the organization because it's been such a great tool and I've gotten so much from it, from not only the risk management side, but also from the friendships and the connections at other institutions through out the years. And so I just wanted to give back to the organization as well. I also feel we are in a, like Tim said, these unprecedented times and what's coming next. And just looking at how quickly we were even able to shift from an in-person conference to this awesome virtual conference that is going on this month, that just shows the transitions we have to make as an organization at a moment's notice. And so where are we headed from here? We know where we've been, but where are we going? And just to be a part of that and to lend my voice and my experience to it to help drive us and get us there, that's my personal goal. Yeah, that's excellent. And so I know you guys each um, have worked for, for different institutions, and I think that's really important for the board as well. I mean, it's part of the design of the, the governance structures that we always, we have new board members every three years or six years. And it's really great to have a deep, deeper demographic of different schools, privates, publics, religious, because I think our membership is getting larger every day. We actually, we have more individual members today than we ever have, which I think is phenomenal during this crisis that's going on among higher education. But it just goes to show you that our um, membership is valuable and that people really need the things that we are offering. So I love to hear your goals and it's been great, you know, having you participate, Keisha, in all these years. I know you've helped support the regional conferences over the years and I believe you're a constant Ermia Cares volunteer. Have you done Ermia Cares a few times? Yes, I have done Ermia Cares a few times, but the thing I like doing the most is working the registration desk. Every conference I have to do the registration desk. I enjoy it. Do you just enjoy talking to everybody and greeting them? Yes, talking, seeing everyone, you get to meet them as they come up and greet them. You also get to learn about the back, the things in the background. <laughs> Once again, you get to see what how the magic is made. <laughs> so I do working the front desk. 
we will welcome you back with open arms when we are in person again. And Tim, I know you've done you've done a lot of things for ERMI over the years. You, let's talk a little bit about the um, Prima ERM experience because you've been part of that faculty from when it kicked off. Will you will you speak to that for for the members? I don't know if we've ever really spoken about that on the podcast. So sure. So, uh, the Public Risk Management Insurance uh, Association, or PRIMA, uh, really has a focus on public sector risk management. And there was a clear synergy there between ERMIA's goals, particularly given a pretty large percentage of ERMIA members at institutions that are public. Uh, so, you have a kind of a natural overlap, uh, not, not 100%, but uh, I guess it's been, what, Jenny, maybe seven or eight years back or uh, somewhere there, thereabouts. A concept was launched to create a workshop and a uh, corresponding curriculum that would help prepare public sector or public entity risk managers and risk managers in higher education to uh, better understand enterprise risk management in particular uh, and some of the emerging best practices because it was really picking up some steam uh, and, and a lot of conversation time and institutions in our case were looking for uh, what's the path to leveraging an ERM program initiative to uh, produce value. Armia and Prima got together and they decided to bring some expertise in. Uh, I was a part of the earlier faculty team there uh, of that effort as a higher education risk manager. And we put together modules and began uh, refining those for uh, both an introductory uh, workshop as well as a, a more advanced uh, multiple day course. Uh, it's made, had some changes over time, but we would go out and take it on, take the show on the road and, and offer those workshops in different regions at cities uh, in, in uh, host hotels. And we'd have a public sector risk management version and, and a higher ed. Uh, that has been great. The, uh, the material was developed using the ISO 31000 standard. So right. one of the great things about that is, uh, although we talked about other things like the COSO standard, was to uh, enlighten risk managers about you know, you know where they could go to for some credible foundational uh, pieces that would help them tailor their their approach to ERM. And it was hands-on, uh, the, the case study kind of work. So uh, that was a great thing for me. I was able to contribute uh, to that effort. Still am on the faculty team. Uh, they've had to take a little pause because of COVID-19, but mm -hmm. uh, they'll 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 uh, hopefully restart those workshops uh, next calendar year as we see how this emerges. So again, another opportunity, great partnership there, and and that material is phenomenal for those that have been able to take advantage of those workshops. Yeah, and why don't we talk a tiny bit about the higher education roundtable? I know we just had that successful pre-con event having to do with the conference, but will you speak to the roundtable a little bit? I sure will. One of the great, uh, I, I think we've really matured that a lot in Army are, are the community groups and the networks uh, that we have. Uh, I call them kind of affinity groups, but uh, with a core of a certain interest. In, in the case that, uh, that you're talking about, Jenny, the ERM roundtable started off with a, a kind of a limited membership and following and has really uh, grown in terms of participation. And that started with a, just a a periodic monthly or every couple months uh, telephone conference call uh, by, by some that were interested in just sharing best practices and, and doing that. And then uh, Armia took over the hosting uh, of that, brought it into the fold and, and really stepped it up in terms of the technolo technology support uh, so that now that's a forum that has not only the listserv ability to post issues separately related to ERM and share best practices, but then again, hosting those 
periodic conference call with uh, invited guest speakers and sometimes speakers from internal within the group. Again, tremendously valuable experience. And I was, I've recently been, I just came off of that, a co-host that has worked with Ermia staff to make sure that those conference calls in particular, but also the items shared are, are a benefit to the membership. So that's been a really enjoyable, especially rewarding for me, but also I just love the interaction and, and the, the sharing of ideas. Yeah, and if anybody's interested in the ERM roundtable, we do have an application that you can get through the events calendar. All those meetings are scheduled. They're scheduled on our events calendar, and you can find the application there. It just asks you a few questions. You have to be a member of Ermia, obviously, to participate in them, but they are a great, great resource. And thanks to Tim for leading, co-leading that effort. It's been a great experience. So do you guys have any uh, closing thoughts for today? Any thoughts about the virtual conference, Keisha, that you want to share? Oh, yes. I'm enjoying the virtual conference. I, As I stated earlier, I think it was put together very well. And getting that box in the mail, that was the highlight of my day. The box with all the goodies. So that was a very nice touch. And the sessions have been so informative. And even though we are all we all are scattered everywhere across the country and the world attending, you still feel that sense of community through the networking sessions and the roundtable sessions and so forth. So it's been a great experience despite us doing it from our offices and homes. Yeah, thanks, Keisha. And how about you, Tim? Any any closing comments today? I think Keisha summed it up quite well. The uh, the, the cookie, the extra cookie that came separately, that was like, a, holy smoke, you know, that, that chaser, unexpected was great, but it was really therapeutic. I mean, uh, to, to have that something that, that you could touch, even though we've been isolated and you had stuff in there, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, using my coffee right here and uh, so forth. So, a uh, great effort to to try to as closely as we could uh, mirror the usual connections that's so important with our annual conferences. Yes. Thank you so much for, to you both for being my guests today on Ermia Matters. And that's going to be a wrap. The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.